he sounds like a little mouse in my ear. That's what he sounds like, Ben. Who, you talking to me? You sound I like, sound like a little mouse? What? I sound like a little... Wait, wait, let me unplug you the You told he- me he- to sound like a mouse. Here, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to unplug the headphones so Ben can hear you. All right. So I sound like a mouse, you said. Squeak, squeak, I tell you. He's the little mouse from Ratatouille? Is <laughs> that what you said, Ben? Uh, the other one. Not, not the main one. The other one. Not the main mouse. He's not even the main mouse. He's a mouse... He's a, I, I know who he's saying I sound like. He's saying I sound like the mouse brother. Or the, the rat mouse, brother. The rat he's, brother. He's you sound ra- like the brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> Everybody Loves Ratatouille. You know what's funny is that, that a couple of people have written in and say I actually sound like Ray Romano. I know. Yeah, everybody says you sound like And Ray then you say <laughs> I sound like the brother from, ray, from Raymond. I guess you sound like both. Robert, cut it out. <laughs> no, that sounds like Ray Romano. <laughs> I guess I I, I I could do the brother Everybody loves Raymond Back to the bin Okay, all right, I'm ready. Hello? Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, hello, and welcome to Order Up, part four? Because didn't we do two yeah, issues? We did. we did two in the first episode, and then we did... Right, and then we did a single... We did two singles. Wait a minute. Two singles. And shouldn't we be on issue four? Wait, no. no. Two si- oh, we did two issues, two singles. <laughs> we did two in the first episode. That's, episode. That's issues one and two. And I we got, did I got, episode, issue three, and then we did issue four. This will be <sighs> issue five. I was told there would not be math. Well, how can we have, you know, this is episode four, and we're covering issue five? I'm so confused. What am I doing, Paul? Realistically, we should be covering issues five and six, but I'm lazy. Yeah. And I'm tired. <laughs> and my head hurts. Wah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Yosemite Sam. It was like, I'm trying. And my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we are on issue five of The Order, volume one. Defender's Spotlight. Def- what? Hey, no. Hey, Defender's Spotlight. Bing, order up. Today, yeah, whatever. Call it what yeah, you yeah. like. Call it what we're, you will. We're on the penultimate issue of the order. Yes, the one before the end. The one before the ultimate. Oh, the ultimate, I guess. Not the ultimate. Yeah, that. Yeah. So. Oh, let's let that 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 pregnant pause hang there. But that won't be got... a pregnant pause because we'll do truncate silence and it'll all be gone. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'll just leave it hanging out there. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll purposely make it longer. So, anything in the way of comic news? Um, well, by the time this goes up, uh, let's see, Russell Bragg would have, he's sending me Thunderbolts 127, which I need to make sure with next week's episode that comes out that 
you've already heard, if you're listening to this, that I make sure I post or that I attach a little blurb to that saying, hey, I now have Avengers 127, or excuse me, Thunderbolts 127. Do not send it to me, please. Unless, of course, you're Russell Bragg. Then you can't send it to me. Because you already bought it for me. <laughs> the scene on my head hurts again. <laughs> yeah, that time travel thing sucks. So, but, but yeah, uh, I don't have anything new other than the Marvel Legacy is going on, and the le- the lenticular covers have been coming out. And uh, I'm gonna say I don't like them. Uh, no? I, I because it would I can't fully see either version of the cover, no matter how many times I turn my head and I blink my eyes and I sway back and forth, I, I look like I'm having some type of fit because I'm swaying back and forth and opening and closing my eyes and tilting my head trying to look at this cover. I can't see one cover at one time. It's No matter what I do, it's still a mixed mishmash of two freaking covers, and I don't like it. Just give me one cover or the other. So I'm not even buying the lenticular covers. I'm buying just a totally different like, I'll take this one. I'll take the regular plain one. Keep your lenticular. I don't care. I mean, they're I don't not want any it just because they call them lenticular. They're they're not charging any more for them. So I mean, it like that's not a it's it's not a price thing. Although I did see somebody posted because there was a thread on uh, in, in back to the bins where somebody was asking about um, a particular cover. But you know, I was like, I'm not going for the lenticular gimmick. You know, and I'm not buying. I'm not buying a different cover just because there's a different cover. Even if it, it doesn't have a price increase on it, I, it there's, the book's no different on the inside. I'm not buying. I'll pick whatever cover I like if they're all the same price, and that'll be that. And I think we had this discussion a few shows ago as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We About did, variant uh, covers. Yeah, and that's my, my take on it. Is you just pick the cover you like and buy it, as long as they're yeah. not charging a premium for it. Right. Exactly. So, no, I've got, uh, uh, you haven't read Marvel Legacy number one, so can't really talk about that. Um, no, I got no, no new news. Um, um, I want to say I just watched something recently, but I'm, oh, I've been watching the Inhumans. You've been watching that? I have them all on my DVR, but I haven't watched them yet. And part of the reason is that all the negative buzz is just, like getting me down, I need to just clear my head and sit and watch them without thinking about the buzz. See if I like it on my own. Okay. Then the I'll... thought process is it can't be as bad as they're saying, but I still may not like it. It's been interesting. Um, I'm not hating it. Although I watched uh, the, I don't know, fourth or fifth episode. The one that came out just this week. I watched it on Hulu and I fell asleep. Beginning, then again, I fell asleep at the end of the first episode of um, Iron Fist because it just took a while to get going. Mm-hmm. Plus, I was plus I was a little tired. So, but I'm wondering, I you know, because it's 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 meshing into the uh, into the Agents of Shield Marvel. It's it's meshing into the TV universe. I mean, I know they're technically not separate from the movie universe, but they seem to be on certain. You know, I know they're not, but they, you know, whatever. It, it's all right. Well, we'll see. I'll give it, a, give it a shot on my own. I don't want to cloud your judgment. I, uh, 
this past weekend, as we record, you know, it's going to be, you're not going to hear this for a while, but uh, I got together with Dave Pascarella and Dario Gonzalez again. First of Yay. all, we were tortured in the beginning. I picked up Dario. Uh, Dario's in Kew Gardens, Queens. And then we were driving to Dave's house in Staten Island. And then Dave was going to drive from there to Wild Pig Comics in New Jersey. And I was using the GPS in my car to make the trip. And we ended up having to drive through, like, the uh, the bowels of Brooklyn, uh, because that's where the GPS sent me. And then when we got to Dave's house, he was like, oh, I should have told you, just go to, you know, put JFK in there and then take the Belt Parkway the whole way. Mm. Yeah, now it's a little too, little too, little, too little too late. But then it ended up, Wild Pig Comics was only, like, maybe 15 minutes from Dave's house. If I had known that, we would have been regulars there for for a while. Uh, Sadly, they closed down, uh, probably due to the lack of us being able to go there before. But, uh, you know, we ended up getting some decent buys. uh, And we met up with Chris Eberle. You you know, you you talked, you were on when Chris was on with us with uh, Adam Murdo that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chris is a real nice guy. So I'm very, very sad that his store had to close down because now knowing how close it is to Dave's house, it probably would have been something we could have planned a semi-regular trip to, you know, every now and again. So it's kind of disappointing. But, you know, we, we did get some good buys, you know, with his going out of business sale. Uh, but it's just, just very melancholy over the whole experience. Did he say if he was going to continue things online or? No, I think he's just li- looking to liquidate his stock and kind of take care of his, you know, whatever debt he's built up. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't get you know too many details from him on that. I didn't want to you know pry him for information. You know, like I said, it's just kind of a sad occasion. I did get a very nice uh, Superman the movie poster framed. Oh, uh, it's the one you know where it's got the Superman symbol and then there's kind of the light going off of it and you know it says you will believe a man could fly and then it's got you know all the uh, the credits down at the bottom. It's really nice mm. and uh, that was. You know, it's, and it's framed already. It's twenty bucks. So I, I hung wow. that in my I hung that in my office. So, Sounds like a steal. Yeah, practically. And uh, you know, they had some cool stuff. I got uh, you know a Batman uh, pint glass, and uh, I actually got you know the uh, the Bowen busts. Mm-hmm. I got three Captain Marvel ones. There's the one of him in the green costume. The original Captain Marvel look. Then there's him with the blonde hair and the red, red and blue costume. And then there's the, uh, <coughs> like the, I guess the Peter David Captain Marvel where he he kind of had the star field. Oh, that was uh, yeah, that was Janice Bell. Yeah. So I, I got the three of those, and the basically the three of them worked out to fifty bucks together all together. Whoa! Wow, man. I don't even know exactly what those go for regularly, but I'm thinking they're probably like about forty bucks a piece. I was gonna say, yeah, they got to be at least I would say like thirty five or more just a piece, depending on you know like, I mean that might be when they came out. Now after they've been released and you can't buy them new anymore, that might be yeah. Hmm. Very and nice. I, and then I got you know a big stack of comics as well. So uh, you know it was, it was a productive day as far as comic collecting, but again kind of melancholy about the whole manner in which things were done. Well, I saw Dave posted, I, I didn't read if they were all from uh, 
um, um, your guy's trip, but he, I know he's been collecting the fighting books and he had a bunch of, uh, uh, like the losers and, uh, fighting, uh, fighting sailors, fighting something. So. Our fighting forces. Our fight, that's it, yeah. Yeah, he got a, he got a few. I'm just looking right now, uh, quick look on eBay. The 1970s Captain Marvel variant on eBay has a buy it now of $43.67. The 1960s one has a buy it now of $34.88. Uh, there's another one of the 70s Marvel with a buy it now for $74.87. Now, this, this, <clears throat> this is the mini bust, right? Yeah. Just from the waist up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I'm seeing buy the, it now for 40 The modern for one, there's a buy it now, $49.92. I don't know why the money is so, such strange amounts. But it looks, it looks like they range somewhere in the $40 to $50 range. Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. So to get all three for fifty bucks is pretty cool. Yeah. Again, sad by the, sad by the circumstances, but otherwise happy to have them. And so that's my comic news for today. Uh, why don't we get on to the order up? Bing. All right. You want me to give the minutia? If you'd like to give the minutia. Okay, the minutia. The, uh, whoop, whoop. Trying to see who did the cover. And I can't find it. Oh, there we go. Carlos Pacheco, who I believe has been doing all our covers. I think he has. I'm just jumping back to the previous one. Yeah, he did the previous one as well. And Jesus Marino is the inker on the cover. Uh, on the minutia on the inside... And this came out in August of 2002. Uh, our writer is Kurt Busiek, penciler Ivan Reese, inker Joe Pimentel. I think I said that right. Colorist Gregory Wright, letterer Randy Gentile, editors Tom Brevoort, Mark Sumerak, and Andy Schmidt. And Joe Casada is the editor in chief. And. On our cover, it is a interesting depiction of the order being somewhat subservient to what appears to be the throne we had seen in the previous issues in their little sanctum they created out of the uh, Red Ravens people's homes. And they're all uh, like the Silver Surfers in the background on his board, uh, bowing down. The Hulk is bowing down, but appears, I think the Hulk was in chains in this issue or captive. I'm not sure I don't remember yet. Um, Namor is bowing, and Strange is uh, bowing in his own way, floating. Kind of. sort of. Uh, Namor is holding his trident kind of in front of him as he bows down. Yeah. And, and then, then there's... It's not just bowed, it's down like down on their knees bowing. Yeah. And then the, in front of them is the, like, the golden throne that popped up and nobody knew why it was there, and it's all, like, has a bright light emanating from it, like, you know, the Lost Ark of the Covenant. Don't look, Marion. Don't look. So, would you like to read the synopsis, or would you like me? I'll be happy to read the synopsis. Okie dokie. The Order Number Five. 
The Defender's Pink Bunny computer reports to the Parringtons that the Defenders are not on Earth. It also sum summarizes the current status of the Earth under the Order's rule, who are attempting to make the world a better place. Later that night, as the Order slumbers, the cloud in the throne, the cloud in the throne takes, I guess they mean the cloud in the throne room, takes... Mm, or on the throne. Yeah. Yeah. And in the realm of Gaia, she questions her decision to allow Yandroth's curse. In Manhattan, the Avengers, Mr. Fantastic, and Professor X search for the location of the Order, while the Defenders try to figure out what dimension they are in. Suddenly, they are attacked by a giant snail. Again, don't ask, it ain't pretty. Then a giant bat. They meet Dr. Christopher Ganyarog, who looks surprisingly like DC's Adam Strange, Scientist Supreme. Hellcat figures out that they are on the planet Yan, and <laughs> who is behind all the trouble. The planet's previous Scientist Supreme, Yandroth. There is a great reference to Julie Schwartz for those in the know. Hmm. Ganyarog explains that Yandrath has been channeling the Order's battle energy back into himself, hoping to be reborn, this time with godlike powers at the cost of Yan. Back on Earth, most of Earth's mightiest heroes plan out their attack, while on Yan, Ganyarog explains they must defeat the Order without fighting. The heroes meet the Order. Is a battle royal about to happen? The smoke goth of Yandroth laughs from the Citadel throne. <laughs> so we'll start right off by saying, do you know exactly what the Julie Schwartz reference is? Uh, well, I mean, hmm. Maybe when we get to that part of the book, we'll... Yeah, I, I didn't really catch it when I was reading, I think, but other right. than the fact that I knew this was a takeoff of Adam Strange. Yeah, that seemed obvious to me, especially it's called, like, Yan Not instead Yan, of Rand. Ran, yeah. Hmm. Let me look uh, real quick under the Wikipedia. Oh, the Marvel Wikipedia is probably not going to no, reference. So. Maybe we should just jump into the book. Whee! Splash. So the book the book opens up with a big splash page <laughs> of the Pink Bunny, com Pink Bunny computer with the title, excuse me, Blinded by Science! But witchery in motion. Boop, boop, boop. She blinded me with science. So, so it's, it's worth touching on. Just kind of a strange choice to make the pink bunny like aspect of this computer. I mean, obviously they thought of it in writing, saying this will be fun. What is with it's those kind of little? Who you thought? It, it looks like looks like snowflake patterns in the background, but it also looks like little enterprises. Little Starship yeah, I Enterprises. I don't know what that is. Just sort of a pattern. Yeah, it's of weird. Some sort, but I don't know what it's supposed to be. It's 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 definitely a very weird choice with the bunny. But hey, you know you got to have an avatar for something. What's wrong with a pink bunny? You know. So then, when you you pull back on page two, you know you could see the computer system, which is obviously quite elaborate. But then a lot of empty space. Not quite like up to the Kirby or Perez science stuff yeah it looks like a big open room with just the monitors there up, up against one wall it's yeah it is kind of empty a couple empty. of stations to yeah. sit down and you know 
the parents kind of telling the parents, you know, I guess giving an honest assessment of what's going on on the odds and all of that. But, you know, nothing too much to be had there. And then, then we have a lot of exposition as to what happened there.